You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hey, this is Purposeful Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers business leaders to be more purposeful in their business so they can enjoy increased productivity and profitability while make a much bigger impact in the world. This is episode two. My name is Anne-Marie Cross and I'm here with my co-host Jennifer Sparkle Johnson. Whether you're just starting up your business or maybe you've been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. Jennifer and I are going to teach you the right strategies around sales, marketing, money mindset, as well as key leadership and business principles so you can step forward powerfully in your business to make a bigger impact in the lives of your client and the world. Let's get started. Welcome to another show. We are so thrilled and honored to have you spend a little bit of time with us so that we can support you in becoming a purposeful leader in your business. This week, we want to speak about five common excuses that we often hear business owners making, which as a purposeful leader, you don't want to make because they will stop you from growing your business and transforming the lives of as many of your clients as you can, which we know as a purposeful leader in your business is important to you. That's coming up in our Words of Wisdom segment shortly. If this is the first time you are joining us, as I said, it's really an honor to have you here. We invite you to subscribe to our iTunes channel if you haven't already done that, so that we can spend some time together each and every week to help you build your business. Do you have a colleague who is a passionate leader of their business who could benefit from the show too? Could you do us a favor? We'd love for you to reach out to them, let them know about the show. Because as Purposeful Leaders, for Jennifer and I, our mission is to touch the lives of as many passionate business owners across the globe so we can support them to build their successful business. And we would love for you to support us in having, you know, achieving our vision. So thank you very much for that. And I know that Jennifer has a productivity tip. So take it away, Jennifer. The productivity tip this week is all about your desk. So make sure right now, take a look at your desk. What does it look like? Is it clean? It may or may not be. Even if it looks pretty good, you might want to tidy it up just a little bit. So this week, it's all about making sure to set aside some time. Again, set that timer. Get your desk clean. Get it organized. Get the stuff that may have accumulated there. Get it off your desk. If it doesn't belong there, put it in its proper space. So go for it and let's see what happens. The words of wisdom topic is five excuses you want to avoid in your business as a purposeful leader. But number one is what you want to avoid. And that is all about, I'm not a leader. And it's actually interesting that many solopreneurs do not see themselves as leaders. And even in small businesses, those owners, they have a small team and a support staff. They don't really believe or see themselves as leaders either. Isn't that interesting? Mm. And as leaders, and leadership to them it relates more to a big business, like the big corporate world, where leaders are overseeing a significantly large number of people and staff and therefore have responsibilities to oversee and manage their team. So it's really interesting when you think about that dynamic, what, what we actually tell ourselves in our head. And a great article on Business News Daily reached out to 30 business owners and asked them to define what leadership means to them. Now, here are some of the responses. 
too many people view management as leadership. It's not. Leadership comes from influence and influence can come from anyone at any level in any role. Being open and authentic, helping to lift others up and working toward common mission builds influence too. True leaders come when those around you are influenced by your life in a positive way. Now that comes from the CEO and co-founder of Sidekick. Another one is leadership is stepping out of your comfort zone and taking risk to create reward. Now that came from Katie Easley, who is the founder of Kate Ryan Design. Now here's one more. A leader is someone who has the clarity to know the right things to do, the confidence to know when she's wrong, and the courage to do the right things even when they're hard. Oh man, and that one comes from the founder of Red Cape Revolution. I just love those. Mm. And it's so cool to listen to those um, people share their thoughts around what leadership is. And also thinking about how oftentimes a lot of people that are solopreneurs or in a smaller size business don't see themselves as leaders. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the the quotes that you shared there, Jennifer, really shows us that even if we find that um, we're looking at our team and and support staff, they can also become leaders within the capacity that they step into to our business. So, you know, I love the way that um, Kurt, the CEO and co-founder of Sidekick said, comes from um, anyone in any level and in any role. So mm-hmm. guess what? We're here to share with you, you are a leader in your business, even if you have yourself and one other part-time support staff or yourself and one person, even if you're just starting out, guess what? We're here to share with you that you are a leader in your business. And so this whole podcast is here to support you in becoming more purposeful in every decision that you make, every action that you take, so that you can then make such a, a big difference in the lives of your client in the world. It's, a, it's a, such a great reminder for all of us, I think. It's a great reminder and it's a great reminder no matter what the size of your business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's dive yeah. into excuse number two. I'm not good enough. I don't have dot, dot, dot. You fill in the gap. So qualifications, what it takes. Oh, goodness. You know, this is what we know to be true. We, that's you and I, each of us can be our own worst critic. And I remember years ago in my career in executive consulting business, I had multiple qualifications. I had won several international awards and I had many executive clients who are now working in their dream role for their dream company. And you know what? I still struggled with my self-worth. I still looked at my other colleagues who were in the same industry and look what they'd achieved and look at their qualifications and look at this really, you know, minimizing my level of self-worth. And it wasn't till one day my coach told me, enough already, Anne-Marie, stop making excuses and get out there and just help your client. And I realized that by hiding out, by going for that next qualification, that next certification, next, 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 I was not honoring myself. And I certainly was not honoring my self-worth, which means that I was not reaching the people that I was meant to serve and support. So I want to ask Mm. you. Are you doing certification after certification, qualification after qualification, going to that next course, that next event? Because if you're really honest with yourself, you don't quite feel ready yet. Are you comparing yourself to somebody else in your industry, looking at their qualifications? Or maybe, maybe on the other hand, you're not doing a course 
you're not doing that uh, qualification or going to that event, you you may want to secretly, you know, you've got that secret desire to enroll or to go to that event so you can expand your learning. However, for some reason, something is stopping you. Maybe you don't feel good enough or ready enough to attend that course, that training, that certification, that event. Whatever it is that you are telling yourself, Jennifer and I are here to roll back that curtain and say, you know what, <laughs> it's currently stopping you from being a purposeful leader in your business. So here's what we want you to do. Take a breath, <sighs> let it go. It's no longer part of your story. And that's what I did. It was, you know, that story that I was repeating in my head when, when I had that wake up call, it's no longer part of my story. I'm not repeating that. I'm not repeating that to myself anymore. And I went out and uh, yeah, step forward. So we invite you to do the same. Let it go. Oh, I love that because it truly can, it can just absolutely keep you stuck. And mm -hmm. that's what I love about these excuses. You know, right now what we're doing is bringing some of the top five excuses that um, happen and that can show up in your business. And we're helping you see how to be an excuse buster. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, let's look at excuse number three. Excuse number three is all about I can't afford it. And that could be everything from support staff, or if you are in the position where you are uh, growing your business. And of course, Amory and I do both believe that everyone needs support. So whether you're hiring and working with a coach or consultant or a mentor of some sort, if you are in that mindset of I can't afford it, guess what? That is an excuse. And I can't afford it. Those are just words that give you permission to stay exactly where you are. I want you to think about that, man, that's almost like, you know, oftentimes when you'll say we need to, to have more money before we um, get pregnant, right? Is there ever enough money? I don't know. I, you know, that's a whole other, <laughs> whole other discussion. But when you think about it, it, it's a mindset that is keeping you in that space where you're at right now. So if you're saying to yourself, I can't afford it, that is your opportunity to say, okay, what am I really afraid of here? Because there's excuses going on. And it's also about you realizing and having that mindset shift for yourself of it's not about the money because it never is, mm -hmm. never is. What's it really about? Oh man. I mean, don't get me started because I <laughs> love this top. I just mm -hmm. love this topic. And, and, and I was no different way back when, and I was so scared to take those steps. And, you know, my brain kept saying, I can't afford it. I can't afford it when I was going to hire uh, my high end coach. And I was just like, <gasps> who am I to do this? Which was the true fear. Who am I? Mm -hmm. Right. So we just invite you get really clear, get really honest with yourself. And again, here's two examples that, that I personally experienced. Number one was a, a woman. She was a, a single mom raising two kids and going to school. So she was crazy busy, you know, just trying to, oh my gosh, you know, take care of the kids, take care of homework for the kids, for herself, uh, be productive in her job, all of that, and still even remember to take a shower, right? <laughs> a lot of things going on. And what she did was she was at first, if you will, kind of in that I can't afford it mindset and just spinning her wheel. And then she realized, hang on a second, what can I afford? Because again, it's never about the money. And what she did was she outsourced her laundry. Because if you're anyone who's ever done laundry, especially for two busy kids, wow, plus school clothes for you and work clothes for you, that's a lot of clothes. And what that did for her is it really wasn't that expensive. But what it did is it took a lot of pressure off her. So she, she felt relief. 
She felt um, actually really happy because knowing that clothes were clean for her children was extremely important to her. That was something that really, really mattered. So she felt very empowered about doing that. And it freed up some time to be with her children because of course she could put a load in and then be with her children, but she was so exhausted when doing that, that by outsourcing it, it gave her energy also to be with her children. So that's just one example. Again, it's never about the money. Get creative on what it is that might support you. And another one uh, was where a a man, so we have a woman and a man example, but it was about a man who was um, busy in this business and oftentimes also, you know, stretching it into the weekend, which can happen. And then it was time for housework, if you will, and yard work type things. So while his wife was handling the inside of the, you know, cleaning and housework stuff on the weekend, he was handling the outside part of his, um, what was his designated chores. And one of them was um, mowing and weeding and things of that nature and the pool, right? Taking care of the pool. And so what he did is again, they were like, oh, we don't have the money. We can't afford it. If we don't spend, if we clean the house ourselves and take care of the yard ourselves, then we can go do this. Well, they never went to quote unquote, go do this because they were so darn tired. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what they did instead was um, they outsourced the lawn. So he would, he, what he ended up doing was on Saturdays, he was kind of uh, recapping for the week. So his business wasn't necessarily bleeding so much into the weekend. It was Saturday and he uh, had a designated stopping time. And she had her housework completed by that Saturday designated stopping time. And then what they did is they got to enjoy each other without being so tired Mm -hmm. and without having all this heaviness over them of things they still had to take care of. So whether it's in your house or in your business, no matter what it is, if you're saying I can't afford it, really be honest with yourself and and say, is that a hundred percent fact or can I figure out a way? Yeah. Okay. What's, what's our laundry and what's our version of the, the lawn that we could right. outsource? I mean, just how freeing and empowering is that just to, ah, to have that released and have someone take care of that for you? Wow. Well, it is. And as we mentioned in our previous episode, and as, as people who know us, hear us all the time say, remember you are your business mm-hmm. and the greatest, the greatest asset is you. So make sure that you take care of you as well. And that's what those two examples with those people, what they specifically did. And how cool is that, right? Yeah. I'm going to have to start generating my list. I mean, if someone would come in, my daughter helps me with the laundry. So does my husband actually. So that makes a huge difference. So let's dive into excuse number four. And we have heard this many, many times and being transparent, I have said this in in my business too. I'm not ready or thinking you need to have all the answers before you do something. And I love this uh, inspiring quote, not sure who said this. If we wait until we're ready, we will be waiting the rest of our lives. How true is that? <laughs> you know what? Exactly the oh, example number two. Wow. Or yeah. number three. Yeah, exactly. We will be waiting for the rest of our lives uh, if we're waiting to be ready or till we can af- afford it. We're here to, to share with you as a purposeful leader in your business, guess what? You're not expected to have all the answers. You're not expected to know everything. And for few of you, you have just breathed a sigh of relief. You know, if, in fact, I think if we're honest, there are so many things in our business that we're just not 100% clear on. However, guess what? Guess what? This is a, a, going to be a huge aha for you. 
There are many other people in your community who are far more knowledgeable in certain areas than you are, than we are, and they can support us. They can support us. They can step forward and support us in our business. So as a purposeful leader in our business, it's about being able to surround yourself with people who can support you, who can mentor you, who can share their knowledge, their wisdom to help you. So think about it for a moment. Which area in your business are you stopping yourself from stepping into in a more powerful way because you think you're not ready? or you're not completely sure how to do it. Think about that. Maybe it's getting out there in a bigger way by starting to do more public speaking. So speaking in your business, a great way to, to spread your to spread your message of, of inspiration and empowerment. However, because you're not sure how to put together a great presentation that's going to connect and empower your audience, you're not out there looking for speaking opportunities, or maybe you've had an opportunity to speak and you've turned it down. I've also heard that happen too, and I've, I've done that myself when I didn't feel quite ready. So turn down that opportunity. Or maybe you're someone who is afraid of speaking in public. You're not alone. So many people that we've, we've worked with and that we've spoken to have the same fear, but guess what? They got support to support them in, in developing their signature talk and, and getting rid of that fear. And guess what? Big aha, uh -huh, these are both areas that Jennifer and I can support you on. So uh, reach out to us if, if that's an area that you want to, to, to get more support on. Our clients have generated great results and we're here to share with you that you can too. These other business owners were no more ready than you are right now. However, here's what they did do. They busted themselves. They stopped making excuses and they made a commitment to themselves in their business and they got the support they needed and you can too. So what's one decision right now, right now, that you need to make about that opportunity that you've been putting off because you don't feel ready. Can we encourage you to say yes today and that you will get that support to help you? Love that. I so love that. You know, number five is really kind of interesting on many levels. And this is where people tend to blame others. So number five is it's that person's fault, dot, 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 not mine. So blaming someone or something else is what this one's all about. You know, it's it's really easy to continue blaming someone or something for the troubles in your business. However, guess what? Playing the blame game is not purposeful leadership. It's just not. Here's what we want you to think about. Is someone on your team letting you down by not performing their role properly? So letting you down in some way. As a purposeful leader in your business, a better way to approach this is to ask yourself, what can I do to help my team member perform better in this role? Hmm, great question, right? Or are they clear about what they have to do and what's expected of them? Or have I actually explained myself properly so that they have a clear vision of what I need? Wow, I love that one. Or perhaps you've hired the wrong person in general for the wrong role. So your approach actually needs to be stepping forward and either giving that team member additional training, support, or giving them tasks that they actually are aligned to handle with their skill set and abilities. And really think about this. The purposeful leadership decision that you need to make could be to actually terminate them and get someone else to support you. Someone who is skilled and able to support you 
in the best way possible. Now, Anne-Marie and I really wanted to make sure in, that this one was in there because, you know, she and I both have experienced something like this where we had the wrong person in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. So again, it could be that maybe it's not clear and that it wasn't explained properly as to what is uh, expected and needed of them, or it truly could just be that that person needs to no longer be part of your team. Not always easy, especially for heart-centered people to uh, make that decision, but absolutely it needs to be a decision if you're going to be a purposeful leader. So we want to know, what excuse are you making right now for a team member or someone that's part of your support staff in some way? And again, if you are just starting out, that person could be a team member, quote unquote, that is helping you. They may not even be getting paid, but they're helping you. Well, even if they're quote unquote helping you and not getting paid, if it's not supporting you, if it's not done the way it needs to be done for you and for your business, guess what? it's not helping you. <laughs> so, you know, while that seems really obvious to say, oftentimes we can miss that because we don't want to hurt someone's feeling, especially if they're helping us. So we want you to stop making that excuse, whatever it is, and take decisive, purposeful action. Something to think about when we're talking about uh, the blame game, right? If you were and you know, pointing at someone's not exactly a a polite thing to do, but if you were to point in general at something, so like right now I'm pointing at Anne-Marie, right? Well, my finger, she just waved back at me, even though you guys can't see it. So my finger is pointing at her, right? My index finger is pointing at her. Well, guess what happens when that, when that motion is in, in progress, three other fingers are facing back at me, right? So when you're pointing the finger to blame at someone or something else, guess what? Those other three are pointing right back at you. Mm, what a powerful, powerful visualization. And I think often as purposeful leaders, well, not as purposeful leaders, so we haven't stepped into that, we don't see that that team member who's not supporting us, it may be an extra 10 minutes or 15 minutes that you need to, to, to fix their error, but it goes beyond that. The cost of your energy, that 10, 15 minutes, you, you may have been able to spend time speaking to your ideal next high level client. So please do not just brush off that excuse. Oh, it doesn't take too long. It does because the impact is far greater than you realize. And as Jennifer said, there have been times where I've had to, to step up and, and, and speak to someone and you don't need to do it in a derogatory way. In fact, you may find that you opening up that conversation is a breath of fresh air for them or a relief because they may also be realizing they're not supporting you and they may at the best of their ability and they may not feel confident to come to you and say, hey, I think I can support you in a better area or hey, I think that this area that, that I'm currently supporting you and it's just not working, Can you know? but this area is, is certainly where I can shine for you. So please step up, have that conversation and uh, you may just find that they have been holding that in as well as, as so often happens. All right, so let's summarize. First, I'm not a leader. Guess what? Yes, you are. Embrace that uh, title because you are the leader of your business. I'm not good enough. I don't have. Fill in that gap. Yes, you do. Yes, you do have. And you can get support for that. I can't afford it. Really? Who says? Uh, I'm not ready thinking that you need to have all the answers before you do something. Yes, you're ready. Get the support you need to help you. It's that person's fault blaming someone else. What are those three fingers pointing back at you? What's that decision you need to make today to help you shift forward through that? So as purposeful leaders in your business, 
want to ask you which one of these excuses is showing up for you in your business or maybe you recognize a few of them. We're not all about beating yourself up on that. In fact, you know what? We want you to celebrate it because now that you're aware of it, you can, guess what? Make a purposeful decision to take action to support you in moving your business in the right direction. So here's something that we want you to do. Go ahead and share your aha, your insight, and the action step that you're going to take in the next 24 hours. Because you know what? Purposeful leadership is all about taking purposeful action. Leave your comments over on the show notes page, which is ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash PLP2, or join us over on our conversation, which we've started on the Facebook page. And of course, we'll leave all of the link to the Facebook page over on our show notes. We want to leave you today with a thought provoking concept. And this is it. Like Emery just shared, this is all about recognizing that you may be part of one, two, three, four, or five in those excuses, right? And we want to celebrate it. We want you to celebrate. So thought-provoking inspiration for this week is answer for yourself. What is one thing, just one thing that that really excites you? It excites you so much that you're like, oh, I could never, right? Think about what that one thing is that excites you about your business that you've been holding back or have kept small or let that excuse keep you stuck. What is it? Then we want you to decide for yourself, are you willing to take that step out of your comfort zone and go for it? Oh my goodness. So claim that, that whatever that is for you and share with us if you're willing to step out of your comfort zone and uh, we can't wait to hear from you and see what it is. Absolutely. I'm going to do that too. And I'll share with it, share with you, Jennifer, what that is so that you can keep me accountable. Ah, another great, great show. So, you know, what excuse? Share it, release it. That is no longer a part of your story. If this is the first time you are joining us again, it really is an honor. We do hope that you'll subscribe to our iTunes channel, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash PLP iTunes. Leave a comment and a rating while you're there. That helps us spread the message to other purposeful leaders in the business. Ah, Okay, Jennifer, we will see you next week. Bye for now. Bye.